0: Hello and
1: welcome to For the Love of Merlin. I'm Sonia and with me is my co host Mila. Hi Mila. Hello. It's episode 63, The Drawing of the Obvious Dark Turn. I only added the obvious word. This is what was coming.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. It's pretty
1: obvious.
0: (laughs) It's been obvious for quite a while now.
1: I mean, they've been, they started the season with a very scary vision and then kept harping about it for every episode since. So, uh, the synopsis for this episode is. A troubled Mordred must choose between love and loyalty. I'm not, I'm not even gonna.
0: You know, let me start by saying this to everyone who's like, she's gonna complain again. Um, I'm not. I'm actually pleasantly surprised by this episode. I thought that I was gonna have a lot of complaints. I was very afraid. I was like, oh my God, it's gonna be a disaster. It's not a disaster. It's actually very good. I believe everything that happened. It's great. I like it. It's a good episode. I'm
1: I'm I'm annoyed at the decisions the characters make, but that doesn't mean that the writers wrote it badly or it's wrong. Right. I'm I'm just frustrated, which I think is on par with any authorian legend that goes through this part of the story. You know? You read the books, it's not like it's a fun journey right here. It's never like, yay, yeah, everyone's doing really great, and making super good decisions and communicating really well. Yeah, no. I believe in the seminal authorian tale, uh, La Morte d'Arthur is Mallory's work. If I'm not wrong, Mordred and Arthur are in battle at the end of that because of a misunderstanding. So it's not like any one of them has a good reason for them to be at odds. That's terrible. I mean, that's what happened here. This is all a misunderstanding. Arthur is not a bad person in this episode. I like that they went really far to make the point. I mean, I wanted to strangle Kara myself.
0: (laughs) She's a terrible person. I mean, me too, because she is a terrible
1: person. I'm sorry. It was really hard for me because playing Kara is Alexandra Dowling, and she did such a great job, and it upsets me because I really like her in The Musketeers, where she plays the queen and is one of the good guys.
0: I also love that it's Alex and Alex for the couple there. Alex squared. Yeah,
1: she did such a good job. I was annoyed with her the whole time she was on the screen, which is big praise because I do. I like her character in other shows and I'm just like annoyed that I
0: have to dislike her here. I I had hopes for her at some point, but they were crushed pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, it's, it's an interesting way they chose to go about this. It feels like Each of the characters is doing their best. That's why it's written so well and you're not annoyed. It's because you and I both believe this in our lives. Everyone's doing the best they can with what they got at the time, even when they're doing shitty things.
0: Yes, I firmly believe that. That you use every knowledge that you have. You use all the skills that you have at that moment in time to try to deal with everything that's happening to you. And this is 100% true in this episode.
1: And I feel... Like, this is a very well-written episode in the sense of, I believe that this is where each character is at and each character is trying their best from where they're coming from. And this is the best version of each of them. (laughs) Even though there's massive failures on everyone's part to do the best possible thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We all wish they were a little further ahead. They're not. It just is what it is. Right. But it doesn't... It's not
1: one of those episodes where you're like, this is not Arthur. Arthur knows better than this. This is not Merlin. Merlin knows better than this.
0: And that this is why I was so happy. I mean, there was one part that I'm like, Gaius, you have to cut this out. Cut it out.
1: You and I I wrote in my notes, I, I was like, Gaius is not still going back to this, is he? Stop that.
0: Cut it out. Stop just stop.
1: We both have the same annoyance, which I've, of course we do. Of course we do. There's that one guy scene, which is painful. It is. And you're like, no, we're not regressing to this As We had a really deep conversation at the end of last episode and we can't go back to this conversation. There's no going back to it. Stop. You have to stop. But everybody else, that's where I'm at. I feel like every character is doing their darndest.
0: Yes. And this is why, although all of the situation is very frustrating. I'm not irritated with any character in particular because I really do feel like everyone is just trying to do their best.
1: It's 100% a frustrating sequence of events, but I'm not frustrated with a character or with a writer. It's it's supposed to be frustrating. Exactly. Maybe it's one of the simpler episodes of the last couple episodes. You know, they didn't go crazy with layers because it's really about one thing. How does Mordred get from where he starts off as the perfect, loyal knight to the end point, which is betraying Merlin? So that's the
0: storyline. The thing is is that he was perfectly he was perfectly nice for the entire episode. Every single action that he took, I understood why he was doing that, except for the revenge plot at the end, where he's like, "I'm gonna murder a whole populace." <laughs> Except for, yes, yes, except for that, I can understand everything else before it. But the sequence of events and and the age of the character and the way
1: Alex played it so brilliantly, really just such a great casting decision here, really excellent actor, who I had an inkling might be Walsh, but I wasn't sure. During commentary mentioned that he has to work really hard at at his accent because he doesn't want the Welsh to come through. And he said that he noticed that he slipped in episode 10, and I kind of missed it. I didn't really notice it. (laughs) But it was because he was talking about how good Colin is at maintaining his accent during this show. He really is. He is, which is funny, because I was reading up on Merlin drinking games, and one of the things was drink every time Colin slips on his accent. I haven't noticed that. I haven't heard the Irish come through. Am I crazy? I don't think you're crazy. I haven't heard it either, so. Anyway. That's neither here nor there. Poor Mordred. The age and I don't know, maybe it's the way Alex is playing it. Perfectly nice, but really naive. A lot of what I'm getting from Mordred in this episode is a naivete that's believable because he's young. He makes me think of Romeo. Just this, like, They make me think of yeah. these two idiot teenagers who think everything is tragic, so they must make everything tragic.
0: Yep, pretty much. And it's really not life or death because... Arthur says, I have no
1: problem with dru- the druids. Anyway, we'll get into the minutiae of what happened between Kara
0: and Arthur. He still kills people. I understand where she's coming from.
1: I mean, I had a, I was really judgy on Arthur last episode.
0: Yeah. I wasn't so
1: sure about the whole hunting down Finna just because guys was like, she might be a problem.
0: I I am definitely, I don't support that at all, actually. I said that last episode and I maintain it. I don't support it. But in this episode, it's hard to see
1: how he's hurting the druids.
0: Right. I will say that about the writers.
1: If they were trying to make that part believable, I haven't seen Arthur attack any druids. He's gone after Osgar, like sorcerers that were doing things overtly. But he hasn't sent troops into places to flush them out of the forest and stab them. True. This all begins at the end of a hunting trip. Our boys are all together. There's the everyone caught something. Merlin caught a cold joke. I do like this Emerus attitude now that he's like, I'm the best tracker here. Everyone thinks he's making a dumb joke, but he's like, no, really?
0: (laughs) No, but for real. You understand later, hopefully. Actually,
1: (laughs) he will do some magical tracking in the next two episodes. Because that's all we
0: got. There you go.
1: Anyway. Oh, look, they find a bunch of dead people, of course. What else are you going to find roaming around Camelot? And you get this intro to Mordred and Kara. He lets her go after chasing her. Mordred lies to Arthur and Merlin's just standing there watching it all happen. And it totally freaks him out because he's just been looking for the switch. He's just waiting for the moment that he's not Arthur's
0: apprentice. An apprentice. Back home.
1: Yes, Gaius is doing this whole Mordred is great. Let it go speech. And I'm just ugh. and I love Merlin just outright saying he's beguiled you. He's beguiled you all. Great word.
0: Yes. Merlin says, you're wrong. You're wrong. Finna was like, oh, by the way, before I die, before I kill myself (laughs) for you, let me tell you something that you must remember. I would remember that for the rest of my life. Like, don't tell me to forget something like that.
1: Really quick, the last thing I say before I say bye is going to be this. Anyway, they go off to see the patients that they have to see reminding us that Merlin has 17 jobs. And we get Snoopy Mordred, who comes in and steals a bunch of medicine. And then we get Cloaky Mordred, who goes off to the forest.
0: Mordred is really active in this
1: episode. It's a very Mordred story. Back in Arthur's room, this, there's this whole Sir Leon strategy meeting and a Gwen pep talk. I don't know. It's just normal run-of-the-mill Camelot happenings.
0: Right. You're bad. your bad news guy come to... Hear your bad news and see where he has to go and find bad news for himself. Your wife's like, You're great. Your people love you. You're doing the right thing.
1: <laughs> That's it. You're the best. I love you. Everyone loves you.
0: Yes. That's what
1: we're here for. <laughs> Over in the forest, Mordred is taking care of Kara. The director is real sure that we understand that he's leaving a messy fucking trail on the way there, which seems not super stealthy or snoopy. And uh, she gives a whole I hate
0: Arthur. And I hate Camelot speech. Well, she says you. she's so condescending. She's like, you're a knight of Camelot. Why? I mean, I understand where she's coming from.
1: Yeah. She just murdered a bunch of people. So I don't know how she's so great, by the way. We always come back to, you know, you can't defeat the bad guy by becoming a bad guy. You can't say, Arthur, you're bad. But I just killed a bunch of people who weren't hurting me.
0: And she says you don't belong in Camelot. Mordred tries to defend Arthur a little bit, but
1: he's still loyal. He is. I like that he doesn't back down. Again, perfectly nice at this point. Perfectly nice boy being perfectly loyal like the perfect knight. That's Mordred right now. Just doing the right thing. Just (laughs) helping this girl and staying loyal to Arthur. What can you say? Nothing. I can't say anything. Oh, well. Back in Camelot, Snoopy, creepy, gonna attack you in the hallway, Merlin... Love that version of Merlin. Where have you been?
0: <laughs> I love it. It's like no introduction, no trying to like make conversations like you come over here. Tell me everything.
1: There's a there's a real, I've been doing something that I don't want people to know. And I did a bad thing against Camelot, but also why are you like this? You're so mean to me and I'm just a teenager and I'm having a hard time with this adult who keeps harping on, because I could see it a little bit from Mordred's point of view in this scene. He's like, I have been trying so hard, and this grown man
0: <laughs> just hates me. And also, he goes, I think it's this scene. He goes, you snoop around all the time. Why, why are you worried about my, my snooping around? Yeah, I mean,
1: he says something I don't like. He says, what right have you to question me as if like I'm a knight and you're a servant? Do not pull that hierarchy shit here.
0: Oh, I didn't think it was like that. I think that it was, you also snoop around, so Mm. why are you questioning me for snooping around? Either way, don't like it.
1: In every way, except for some stupid title of servant and knight, Merlin outranks him in power, in rights to have Arthur's ear, hierarchy within Arthur's real life, not the title's. Really, yeah, every right to question you, he's the one keeping Arthur safe 24-7. That's that's the right he has. <laughs> Everything that Merlin does to snoop around is to help Arthur and help Camelot.
0: Yeah, but at this point in the story, and that's why I look from the actual character's perspective, Mordred doesn't want to hurt Arthur. He's still very, very loyal. No, but he also is super naive because... yes.
1: At no point of the story does he, and again, totally believable young guy, rose-tinted glasses for the girl he's in love with or thinks he's in love with. Naive throughout, every minute of the story never admits who she is. Never is honest about what her real personality, goals, anything about her. There's just this, he's got that thing where you're in love with somebody and you can't see who they are.
0: Well, yeah, he, he thinks that she can change, right? That he can change her. And he says that. He's like, look, I can change her mind. Yeah. He thinks he
1: can change her mind. I don't know that he ever thinks she needs changing. He doesn't believe. This is what I get to at the end of the story, so we don't have to get into now, but she proves him wrong in every sense of the way. He never really admits what's at the core of her because it's not just like a thing she picked up on the way or she's not getting used by Morgana. It's not some flitty.
0: No, it's really not. It's in her. Yes.
1: Yes. He's not honest about who he's in love with, which is like, again, superhuman quality that we have all been guilty of. But there is this really sweet line of everything I do, you think the worst of me. It's true. We do. (laughs) You're right. Yeah. I mean, it's true. He gets no leeway from Merlin, but can you blame Merlin either? Like, could you see... The person
0: you love the most get hurt like that? <laughs> I don't blame any. I don't blame anyone in this episode. That's the thing. I look around and I'm like, can't blame anyone for anything. Just have to move on with my life and go to the next episode. <laughs> so again, except for those two last
1: minutes. Then I'm like, I don't know. I can blame you for this. So Merlin says reluctantly, your secret's safe with me. And it's funny because I don't know if you're supposed to believe him there. He says it in a very weird way, like he's pissed off about it.
0: I didn't really believe. We talked about this
1: last episode is a is a promise made under duress something you have to follow through on. I don't know if this is duress but there's a lot of pressure here like just swear to me you're not going to do it.
0: Yeah, I don't believe that if it worse came to worse at this point in time if Merlin needed to say something to Arthur he would have. Yeah. If he needed if he felt like that was the only way, he would have done it. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm halfway. I'm on the fence on this one. Like, he could decide not to say something or he could be just lying. I can't tell. The way Colin plays it is very ambiguous to me.
0: The only way that he would not tell for me is if he can fix things himself, which he tries to do. Well, he doesn't tell. I mean, he
1: does keep a secret because... This is where they get interrupted and you hear Merlin come out of Arthur. I love this whole transition between these scenes where it's a lot of quiet and Merlin just stands there and watches him leave. And then Arthur comes into the scene and Merlin continues to stand there with that posture of his hands behind his back. It's very, I'm not a servant. I don't have to rush around for anyone. its I don't know. It's a very emorous thing again where it's like, I'm not doing this shit anymore.
0: A non-anxious behavior. Mm-hmm. Like a non rushing around. I don't have to go get anything for anyone. I'm just here existing at this moment.
1: It reminds me of drinking the tea and reading the book.
0: Yeah. From the last
1: episode. It's very stoic and grown up and just I'm here.
0: Less frantic energy than before.
1: Yeah, totally. I love this line that just starts with I'm, a, I'm like a swan. <laughs> And of course, the great line of, you seem more like a headlouse.
0: Irritating and useless. (laughs) Great. Thank you for that, Arthur.
1: I don't know. I think I like the relationship between Arthur and Merlin in this episode. I do too. It's pretty evened out. They're still kind of bickering, but in a much more calm tone. And Merlin is a bit more open with Arthur, with pushing him. Right. Arthur's not very yelly. In this scene, they go off to the forest and it's almost like he's teaching him to track. He wants him to know. It's like, oh, you're wasting your time. It's interesting because they've set up all this like, oh, there's a wedge between them. And they're not as close because Mordred is here. And in this whole episode, they feel very close to me.
0: Yes, they do. I feel like in this episode when Merlin talks, every single time Arthur actually listens. Sometimes it's because he's completely right, like right in this scene where he says, he says something with...
1: Big antlers? What makes you say that? It's staring right at us. Staring
0: at, staring at us, right there, over there.
1: I love this cut to this footage that's clearly not filmed by them.
0: Clearly not filmed. It's this different color. It's just oh, they're like stock footage. <laughs> it's just no. It's fine. I can forgive it. It happens in so many shows. I I laughed because it's. And it's two seconds. And I'm like, whatever. It could be anything. But I was like, yep. It wasn't worth sending a unit to find. It's like you took a piece of National Geographic and like sewed into this. Someone in the production
1: office just said, find some stock nature show footage of something with big antlers. Because it was better than sending an entire unit to go find something with big antlers.
0: Yes. It's great. I love it. Can you imagine the madness to shoot just for two seconds to get an actual. It's impossible. No, it's too expensive. It takes too m- much time. And it's just not feasible. <laughs>
1: I can't imagine anyone having a different conversation at the production meeting of we're just going to use stock footage for this because. <laughs> no, but yeah, this is the thing. Merlin tries here. It's hard to tell how the scene is going at first, but Merlin just keeps oh, that's just from the day before and people have been coming through here and he's really trying. What pains me here, my frustration here is I want Mordred to be here to see how much he tried to stop this from happening.
0: Yeah, he
1: tries really hard. Merlin tries really hard. And then even though they find her, Arthur is being really kind to her. He's not going to hurt her. He's not going to persecute her he's met so many druids and never said anything he's just walked away from druids time and time again actually yeah it's actually pretty shocking that they went that way that she just tries to
0: murder him yeah like more and more i mean i got a little not used to this because of finna last episode but more and more i'm like why'd you write women like this (sighs) i understand i think there is a frustration with the lack of great women in
1: this show so they need dozens and dozens of bad guys on this show Clearly, the women run the old religion. So I think it just lends to a lot of women who end up playing the baddies because everyone who isn't Arthur and Merlin usually need to be the baddies. Yeah. I don't think they're writing women bitchy and mean on purpose all the time. I think they just need a lot of bad guys and they're casting a lot of women because on the other side, there's a lot of dudes. Yeah. But yeah, it's not great. She's awful. I hate her.
0: (laughs) I mean, he tries. Arthur is really nice. And the first thing that she does is to try to kill him. The very first thing. First she goes, please don't kill me. I mean, you no harm. And then she's like, ha ha. Stab. Very cool dagger. Props to props. Very cool dagger. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think she's written like a bitch because she is. And like, she's a bad guy. She's 100% on the train of Arthur has to die to pay for everything that's happened. And I think we see that right away here.
0: That's the worst to me, because if you know the terrible how terrible it is to be persecuted and to run away and to have people killing your people, why would you want to do that with other people that you know have nothing to do with the king? The people that live in Camelot have has nothing to do with the decisions of the king. Usually they just live there. Right. He never punishes her for
1: attempted murder of the king. That doesn't even come up. He's mad about killing the people who are with the caravan. They really went all the way to write. We can elaborate when we get there. Yeah, I can't blame Arthur for any of it. In the dungeon, Mordred shows up to see her all locked up. He's all upset, leaves, attacks Merlin in a hallway. I love this little thing that happens. He pushes him up against a wall, backs up, and then Merlin just, again, he's just super calm, Emrys just puts a hand up in front of him. Not even threatening, just like, I have my hand up. The next time you touch me, I'm going to end you. Something bad's going to happen. It's just like, it's not even a threat. It's like, okay, I'm going to let that one go. (laughs) I'm going to give you one chance and one chance only. That was a freebie. Let's just be clear about what that was. I'm going to just put my hand here as a reminder that I can send you flying out a window anytime I want. It's actually... A pretty funny scene because of what it turns in. Like, the awkwardness is funny. Merlin tries for one second to be like, I didn't say anything. I tried. And then Sir Leon and Gwen show up and intervene, and they get two nothings. Nothing. It's nothing.
0: You're like, what is going on here, guys? (laughs) Awkward. What's wrong with you?
1: I mean, they must have noticed Merlin doesn't like him at some point. They're not that stupid.
0: I mean, who doesn't? He looks at him like he wants to kill him with his eyes. Yeah, you know that scene when they're sitting
1: at night at the fire when they're on their way to save Gwen? Yes. And Merlin basically, Arthur is almost like a dad around two brothers who are fighting. And he's like, come on, say that three is is better than two. Say that you're happy that he's here. I get the dad energy from Arthur in that scene so much of just make peace, you two. I need
0: you to get along say congratulations just tell him he's great and that you love your brother
1: that was the other one a couple episodes before i think where it was just like he completed his first mission congratulate him like merlin arthur is a hundred percent notice which is why he's always like hey going out of his way he's always going out of his way to get merlin to say nice things because he's like okay i get that you hate him (laughs) they disperse mordred Shoulder bumps both Zerleon and Gwayne, which is brave, aggressive, aggressive and brave because Gwayne does not like that shit. He knocked Elian out once for doing that. <laughs> wouldn't, yes, wouldn't push my luck with that one. But back in the council chambers, we have basically Kara's trial, and Arthur's being really calm, and we have this whole discussion of I'm not against the druids. And she makes good points too. I'm not saying she never makes a good point. Like you can't, you need to stop outlawing what we are. You've outlawed our nature. 100% agree with Kara in that sense. Maybe going to war and murdering people not the best thing to do to make your point. Like we're great and peaceful. I'm going to stab you.
0: (laughs) We're great and peaceful people who only kill only so often. I only kill because you're terrible. So I killed some innocent people. Sometimes when I feel it, I kill people. And I feel like it. But, you know, I agree with you. She does make a good point because he says, I have nothing against the druids. She goes, Oh, so you don't kill people who have magic? Which he does. And he doesn't have any answer for that. So, yes, I understand. He doesn't, but he does rebut with a good point because he doesn't have an answer for it. when
1: she's saying it. I think, oh, she's kind of right about that. He comes back and rebuts with almost an equally good point of, Hey, the rift that exists between magical and non-magical people is no longer that rift that Uther wanted you all to die. It's the fact of how am I supposed to allow magic to run amok when Morgana and people like her abuse the power to the point where they just get a ton of people killed? Yes. And What am I supposed to do with that? And it's it's a very one bad apple spoils the bunch argument, but he's right about what Morgana stands for. She's not a good person. She's not, she shouldn't be the poster girl for legalized magic because she's terrible and she uses it to kill people indiscriminately or discriminately.
0: Right. And at the end of this whole thing, there's another part where Kara has a chance of saying who treated her. She doesn't, she doesn't say it's Mordred. And Arthur says, I hear the words of Morgana in you. You're just repeating something that you heard. You don't, you're not really thinking about what you're saying, you're just repeating this of this person that you're following. And as she's walking out, she keeps repeating the same thing. It's one thing to
1: petition the king to talk and say, you know, we really need to let us use our powers. We're good and we want to be on your side. So let us use magic. To help you? Because honestly, the fact that Arthur isn't seeking out magical people to help him defeat Morgana is insane.
0: I mean, this is the worst plan ever. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Just going to go with swords and she's got a dragon and she can
1: snap people's necks with her mind. So I'm just saying, really, he should be out there wandering the woods being like, any druids want to join up the cause, I will legalize magic if you fight on my side. That's what he should be doing. But... In the reality of the show, he's not wrong. She is spouting, you know, Morgana's excuses for hurting people. That's the real problem with a character like Kara, isn't that she's 100% wrong, but she's very, the ends justify the means and they don't. If you become evil to stop evil, you are evil. Like no one's going to give you a parade because you assassinated a bunch of innocent people because your people were being hurt. Like I'm going to become just as bad as you. Therefore, you're bad and and I'm justified. To, pr- to prove him right, I'm going to do all
0: the wrong things.
1: Um, right. There's also the moment where he explains, whoever came to see you left was a clumsy-ass person who left a trail. And there's that look between Mordred and Merlin, like I told you so.
0: <laughs> I'm la- I was so glad for this moment. I was so glad because I was wondering... If, because that's the impression that I got from the previews, from the little flashes of the previews on the last episode, is that this was going to be the thing that turned Mordred the thing. It was going to be the reason why he will turn to Morgana's side. And it's not. And I'm so, I was so glad. I was so relieved because at least he knows. At least he knows that Merlin kept his word and didn't betray him.
1: Yeah, I mean, for you, it's harder because you didn't know how long that was going to last. But yeah. even for me, who knows where it's going, there's that tension of, oh, I hate these miscommunication, blaming people who aren't really responsible type moments that spiral out. And it's like Merlin didn't do anything. He really tried to help you as much as he could. <laughs> yeah, he did. So Kara gets a dead sentence. Of course. she She's a murderer. I'm sorry. It's not even a wrong sentence. She, all those people are dead because she was there helping kill them. I don't know what else Arthur is supposed to do. There's not much I can say here. I mean, there's nothing to say because, okay, yeah, I mean, she's a murderer. Also, I love that it never gets brought up. She tried to assassinate the king.
0: She did. Nobody says anything. Arthur doesn't say anything. And spends a whole trial being like, you're going to die, Arthur. And that's not
1: a good look for someone who wants to be allowed to
0: live. (laughs) No, it's really not. It's not that she doubles down. She triples down on her thing. She gets lots of chances to be like, yeah, maybe what I did was fucked up. And I kind of want to be on your side now.
1: Also, just lie. Just lie and go fight and and live to fight another day.
0: That was my thing. I'm like, you can just say that you're going to do this, but then you don't do it. Don't have to be a martyr. Just a thought. Just a thought
1: just saying you could be like i was wrong let me go this the king seems pretty nice he's letting you talk the whole time you're like die as we learned from arthur earlier in the season um threatening the king is treason i'm pretty sure it's actually still treason today in countries that still have royalty so
0: i believe that it is so
1: no one's shocked there. you don't run around town in a a place where there's a king going, I'm going to kill the king. You deserve to die. <laughs> don't think you're going to spend a lot more time in freedom if you're doing that. So back in the dungeon, Mordred goes to see her again. She's being a huge bitch. Again, I don't, I don't know if it's how they write women on the show or if it's just they need this character to be so wrong. Like if it was a guy, I think they'd write the same character. <laughs> Constantly wrong and just won't shut their mouth. <laughs> Annoying. But
0: Mordred is very dedicated to this. He's like, I'm going to talk to the king. I'm going to try for you. I
1: love you. He doesn't. He's an idiot young person. He's an idiot. He he is an idiot.
0: <laughs> he's attached
1: to a person that he barely knows. And we'll see more of that later, actually. There are moments. But Alexander Vlahos in this scene, getting through the talking logic while tears are just streaming down his face, he's doing the calm talking while tears are just running down his face. Oh my God. It's too good. It's so good. He's so good. It's too good
0: because it's like, it's that moment that you were overcome with emotion, but focusing really hard on the reason side of your brain to kind of try to make a plan to make everything work out.
1: Yeah, he comes in and he's all, the king would like me to talk to you. And there's just tears coming down his face and the guard comes by and he's like, hey, what's up? (laughs) It's just like tears and tears. He's so good. It was a really, really great job in this scene, especially. She says he will never show mercy to someone like me. I'm sorry. You're not in jail because you're a druid. Magic was never even brought up during your trial. It's not even about that. Honestly. Someone like you is someone who yells you want to kill the king when you're in the middle of the council chamber. I mean, can you blame him? Someone like me. Like, she's being persecuted. You're not. You're a terrible person.
0: It's not like she was injured in the middle of the forest and he was like, ha ha, die. I'm going to kill you right now. I'm like, no, 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 no. First of all, you killed several people. Second of all, you tried to kill the king. So I'm not sure why you think that you're a victim now. I understand why you think you're a victim, but please, no. Again, yes, your people have been persecuted. I'm not ever
1: minimizing that storyline. It's just hard to listen to someone be like, he's doing this to someone like me and he would never save someone like me. Uh, Listen, Amnesia Mordred, do you want to tell her that he saved you knowing you were a druid?
0: Yeah. Well, he's there. He's there he got to all the top rank of camelot
1: yeah i mean that's all predicated on the fact that arthur doesn't remember he has magic but whatever but he could just rebut her with hey just so you know he literally risked his whole existence with his father to save me when i was a kid knowing i was magical arthur handed him off to the druids he didn't attack the druids he was like here's your kid back i'm gonna go now bye Hope this doesn't come to bite me in the ass later.
0: <laughs> and then he immediately forgot who that kid was.
1: <laughs> and then, he, then he had 17,000 concussions through the years. And uh, done. No memories. And he doesn't remember that at all. But Mordred should remember that. And Mordred should probably tell Kara, hey, by the way, totally saved my ass, even though I'm a druid. I'm sorry. It annoys me. that She's like, I'm being persecuted because I'm magical. No, you're in jail because you're an assassin. Different. She
0: didn't even try to use magic to kill Arthur. She tried to kill him with a dagger like a normal human. I'm like, nobody's trying you for magic. No one. This reminded me a lot of an Uther
1: scene where I forget what episode it was, but it was like he had someone on trial for magic. And it was secondary that they tried to kill him. It wasn't even about that. It was just because they were magical. This is the opposite of that. Arthur's like, forget that you're magical. It's not even about
0: that. Would it just let you go in the woods? <laughs> it's really, it's really not. It's really not. Whether you were magical or not at this point, in this moment, doesn't matter. Literally just went to go see the Dolma last week and uh,
1: we're fine. It was all good. <laughs> you
0: okay go
1: (laughs) yeah it's crazy she's crazy pants the whole time I'm like Curry, you're insane hard to show mercy to people who are like I didn't do anything wrong
0: yeah I don't know what to say I'm like ugh. she's hard to deal with
1: she is so what happens next is I think surprising if not shocking this scene of Mordred going to Arthur busting in and just saying it was me I don't think it's at all the predictable choice. 100% shocked. It, it is, it feels surprising from a writing standpoint of just pedal to the metal, foot down. We're just going to go sh- straight into this. No dilly-dallying around. He just goes straight to Arthur. Doesn't even try to say anything else. Just, it was me. I did it. She's a good person. I know her. She means no harm. I'm like,
0: are you sure? She already did harm. You didn't see her trying to kill Arthur. So I'm not, no.
1: I feel like, again, everyone... <laughs> Everyone's trying, but I feel like we could try a little harder if we were all really mature and Arthur could say, actually she literally tried to stab me. Just want to be clear about that. And I didn't mention it in the council chambers, but tried to stab me.
0: Arthur never mentions that and that's a mistake. It is a mistake. I'm glad we agree.
1: It's fine. I don't think it's a writing error. I'm just frustrated at Arthur to be like, you might want to mention that she tried. Just like I feel like Mordred should mention to Kara that Arthur saved him, specifically knowing he was a druid, I feel like Arthur should mention to Mordred, hey, your girlfriend literally tried to stab me when I was trying to help her in the woods.
0: Wasn't attacking her. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's it's a writing mistake. I just think it's an Arthur mistake. It's a human Arthur mistake. Arthur overlooking
1: the obvious point here. Mistake.
0: That he wasn't going to bring her in
1: for trial. Yep. Or anything. He was just like, hey, you're hurt. Can I help you? She's like, yeah, I'm not going to hurt you. Just kidding. I will. Stab. He also plays the She's Morgana's puppet card, which I think is what he wants. They all want to believe that. And I don't. That's my my qualm with all of them in this episode. So they keep saying that about her. And it's not true. She's not Morgana's puppet. This she's 100% in this.
0: She has a lot of conviction in this. It doesn't seem like she's being manipulated. She really is sure that what she's doing is the right thing to do. That's
1: 100% the right word. She has the conviction behind it. It's not being used by someone. She believes it. It's the difference between her and Sifa. Sifa wants to make her dad happy. Is getting used. Kara believes in the cause. Yes. So he plays that card. Arthur gets all, you know the girl. And I think, oh, you're a genius. Did you?
0: Wow is that what you're sussing out of this good thinking there arthur poor merlin's having to
1: watch this and i am really confused in this scene to be honest about what merlin feels i think there's a bit of oh my god i can't believe you're just being honest being freaked out about what's going to happen between these two and if this is going to be it i always just feel like in this episode i'm watching merlin watch everything unfold and thinking is this where it goes really wrong is is
0: this the straw that breaks the camel's back? Is this one? No, the next one.
1: And I think, you know, Merlin just wants Arthur to say yes, I'll give you what you want, and Arthur says no.
0: Arthur says Arthur says, "You know there's nothing that I wouldn't do for you, except for except this. this. I won't do I won't do this for you. Ask me for
1: anything else, Mordred, just not this."
0: Well, I mean, he does do it for Merlin later.
1: I'm just saying. Mordred leaves and Merlin goes straight for the I'm going to
0: guilt Arthur here. Merlin is also trying so hard in this episode. He's trying so hard. He's he's grabbing every opportunity that he has to do something. He's like, this is it, this is it, I'm gonna turn it around. He really is, but I find that
1: again the the writing of him and the playing of him has shifted so much in the last 13 episodes. There's this real calmness and measured I don't know what I'm looking for even. He's calm and he's measured and really coming from a compassionate, kind place this whole time. If I can stop Mordred feeling betrayed by Arthur, he won't turn on him. It's the opposite of Kilgara's fix. Just murder him. No, if I can save this relationship, which has caused me so much grief, (laughs) if I can mend this between them, then it goes away. He's not coming from the, okay, I have to go stab him now.
0: Right, which is such... It's such a beautiful way to try to fix things instead of just going there and trying to murder the person. If I can't f- make him feel included and in part of this and feel like we care about him, that we consider his feelings, that will be okay. He will be okay and everything will be okay. Yeah, there's a real shift in him from where he was
1: in the Desir where he made his really big mistake to get to here and continuously try to fix this by being kind to Mordred. Yes. And I don't even know that he always has like 100% love and compassion for Mordred, but he's trying to come from the place of, if I can just help this relationship along and be okay, then it doesn't go bad. Yeah. Because if you ask Kilgar right now and he was downstairs and around, he'd be like, oh, just go stab him. What's the problem? Don't Don't leave him alive. What are you doing? Merlin has had ample times and opportunities to kill the kid. Just saying. dozens
0: and Merlin says to Arthur you're breaking his heart I know Uh, you were you will lose his trust and Arthur fails to see it saying no like with time he will forgive me yeah he will he'll forgive and forget you'll be okay and Merlin says I fear if you're wrong
1: and Arthur says only time will tell that's not a good solution Arthur no it's not this would be a good time to be like hey by the way I'm magical and I had a vision and I've heard a couple dozen people tell me the prophecy that this kid's going to stab you. So maybe make things right.
0: No, that would never happen.
1: Also, he has magic too. Awkward.
0: That is already, yeah.
1: Yeah, that that line gets me though. You're breaking his heart. I think from here, having to stand there and witness it, I do believe Merlin's coming from the place of, oh no, this poor kid is going to turn on him because he feels betrayed, not because he's a bad person. Like, he doesn't hate Arthur. He's hurt. And I think witnessing this exchange sets Merlin on a track going forward. It's It's been the whole episode. He's been trying to be kind. But I think this is the moment where he's like, oh no, this is how it happens.
0: Yes, and I feel, you can feel all of Merlin's effort over and over and over again. and His hope that this will be the time that it's going to work. I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna fix it. So back in the dungeon, Kara
1: Continues her tour of, I'm going to try to stab the king and then threaten him in front of everyone and it's still his fault. He's the worst. Mordred says, I thought he and I were friends. You are, but the girl you're in love with is a crazy pants.
0: You know, and then she says, no matter what he preaches, he's no different from his father, which is not true.
1: Objection. You'd be dead already just because you're magical.
0: (laughs) Yes, it is not true. And Mordred should know better because Mordred's standing right there, next to Arthur. Pretty sure if
1: you were yelling, you should die for what you've done, Uther would have punched you in the face in front of everybody.
0: There, there would be no, you wouldn't be waiting. You wouldn't be waiting to die. You would be dead. Also, it's a, it's a really false equivalency. Just because he hasn't
1: changed the law yet. I mean, because Mordred does keep telling her it's going to get better. Arthur is slowly growing all the time. You know, there is the possibility that he could make magic legal again, given the time to process everything in his pace, you know, which is slow.
0: But she's not giving him a chance.
1: No, of course not. I mean, again, I see where someone would come from. I mean, it's been a lifetime that we've been persecuted. I don't want to wait anymore. I'm not saying Arthur is perfect. I'm just saying she's the worst. (laughs) And her logic sucks. It's always Arthur's fault that she's terrible. I'm like, well. Let's let's take ownership of our decisions, though. True. You know, she didn't march into Camelot on a peaceful mission to talk to Arthur and make him see sense and get him to let the Druids practice magic. Right. That night, Mordred bursts into Arthur's room. And I love this whole blocking. I love that there's Merlin who goes into, Merlin goes into defense mode behind him. He's super ready to just take him down if something bad's about to happen, I feel
0: like. He's just back there and he's like, I'm on high alert. He's like, look, is this it? Is this the moment? I I needed to get myself ready. Please let me know. I
1: mean, we're not on a battlefield in Camelot. So it's probably not the moment because the prophecy said on that mighty plane. So we're probably safe within Camelot. But there is this high alert Merlin of I will blast your ass there with is. magic from back here.
0: <laughs> I'm just watching you. This is it. You know that I'm in the room. Just watch yourself. I'm back here. Just don't. Don't get too aggressive. Don't try anything (laughs) funny. No funny business here. And then
1: Arthur goes on to pick up none of the subtext because when Alex delivers this line, I hope you'll forgive me. I don't know how he did it, but it feels like an apology for something that's about to come. I don't know if it's subtext of what I know or it's the acting, but it just sounds like a future thing. I hope you'll forgive me.
0: Not for what I did, but for what I'm about to do. It's not even a foreknowledge
1: thing. I heard the line and I was like, why does it sound like a future apology? It's so good. It is so good. Arthur's clueless. He's like, oh, of course, there's nothing to forgive you for. Well, yeah, not yet. Just give him a minute. Never mind. Never mind. Go. Go live your life. (laughs) You'll get it tomorrow. So preemptive apology delivered. Merlin is all, nope, don't like this. (laughs) I'm not buying it. Runs after him. And they have another great scene in the hallway. Love the blocking. Love the callback to Morgana with the dragon tapestry. And Mordred, Merlin got it. He heard it too. He says, you're leaving. You know, we have this normal exchange that's happened before. Tell me you wouldn't do this. And Mordred said, see, you can't. And I love that Merlin just says, please.
0: He's desperate. I can feel the desperation in his words and the way that he delivers the line, this is it. This is To me, he's saying, this is my last chance to save this all. After this, I don't think that I can reverse this anymore. Yeah. But again,
1: doing it with compassion, not going over there and killing Mordred, not threatening him, just please don't do this. Don't abandon Arthur. Mordred says, I know you didn't betray me, but then we get a little bit of a threatening vibe of don't do so now. And I'm like, watch it with the threats, buddy.
0: Oh, it's like, you didn't betray me before. Now you have another chance to not betray me. <laughs> While he's betraying Arthur. I'm like, that's
1: a, this is, this is a hard one for me. There's one thing about before where she's hurt and she's in the woods and alone. And please, I just wanted to help her. Like you do this shit all the time. Fine. Now we're at the point where like you're actively betraying Arthur. And this isn't like the times that Merlin's had to break somebody out who was begging forgiveness from Uther.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Uther was like, no, you know what I mean? It's not those like, oh, please. Speaking of, Gaius tries to bring that up. And I'm like, that's not the same. That's not the same. Oh, yeah. We get into that next. Yeah, we go back home.
1: Gaius continues to defend Mordred, which, by the way, this is a scene where I think I want to yell at Gaius saying, he's been super nice to Mordred this entire time. He's really trying. He's He's been trying to help. He's been trying to help Mordred this entire episode. Merlin has some logic here. I don't think it's faulty. He says if he leaves with Kara, Kara will bring him to Morgana. And I don't think it's faulty because, yes, Mordred is very loyal towards Arthur. Kara is more hell-bent on her convictions. And if they really were together, I do believe it would end that way.
0: I do too. And I'm glad, and obviously he saw it, I'm glad that Merlin saw that this was not just somebody who was convinced by somebody else, she has a conviction that she's following the right path. And she would convince Mordred to follow that path with her because, as we can see, he's willing to do anything for her. Of the two of them, he's the one who, even though he's really
1: loyal to Arthur, has the weaker stance here. She's all the way. I don't believe there's any bringing her back. And I believe there is the chance for Mordred to flip for her,
0: which he does. He proves Merlin right by his actions anyway. So I was just going to say that. I was like, it happens at the end of the day. It happens.
1: Yeah, Merlin's right. The only option there really is is to keep Mordred here and let Carl live. Both of them stop the betrayal from happening, but also keep Mordred by Arthur's side. And I know guys doesn't agree with him, but I kind of do. I don't think that if Merlin... Didn't do this, and Mordred got away. That this would end any different? I actually
0: don't believe that. I don't believe that either. It would take longer. I think it would take longer. Could could take longer. Gaius clearly doesn't approve, but Merlin is at this point. Merlin just is doing his thing. He's trying as as best as he can.
1: Also earlier, when Mordred said, "Don't betray me now by letting me betray Arthur." That's not really fair, because what he's saying to Merlin is, I need you to betray Arthur for me.
0: With me. With me. Yes.
1: Yes. And not just to go give a girl some medical help in the woods, to spring someone out of jail who actively wants to hurt him. Again, when this whole, oh, you've done this in the past, how's this so different from that? Because the people that merlin and gaius freed from jail didn't actually want to hurt arthur honestly wouldn't have let them out merlin has killed everyone who's ever wanted to hurt arthur what are you talking about he poisoned morgana it's always at the service of helping arthur there's no part of me that thinks cara will ever switch sides to the good side
0: i don't think so either i really don't in i don't also because in this episode she was given tons of opportunity. Oh, we'll get there. She has talked to the man that she loves. (sighs) If Mordred's love was more important to her, she would have traded her mission with Morgana for her life to stay with Mordred in Camelot. It is not. But for Mordred, her love is more important.
1: Yeah, it's not equivalent to what Merlin has done in the past. It just isn't because... It's not. It's very different. Because it's never been someone who ends up then hurting Arthur. And also, Merlin is trying for the upteenth time. He's really trying. He is trying. (laughs) He continues to try. Because now he goes, betrays Mordred by telling Arthur. The jailbreak's already happened. And as Mordred and Kara make a break for it, she needlessly stabs a soldier to death.
0: And he looks at, Mordred looks at her with a face like, oh my god. Why have you become and continues and still it's like, yes, I still love you. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it matters. Yeah, it's he gets a
1: flash of recognition of who she really is and then lets it go. You know, again, we've all been there. We've all justified terrible behaviors of uh, our loved ones because Absolutely. we don't want it to be true. <laughs> Absolutely. Not blaming you, Mordred. Been there, buddy. But I feel for him because he loves her and he's giving up his whole life for this terrible person. He loves her. And it's sad because he's better
0: than that. And I hate that she's corrupting him. I just don't. You can see the shock on his face when that happens. Yeah, he's appalled
1: because you didn't have to kill him. And she does it violently and in like a way that she wants to be doing this. But he can't see it. Not really. He sees it for a second and then it just goes away. Leaves his head.
0: It's amnesia. Because
1: the bells start ringing.
0: It's amnesia. The the amnesia is in the air in Camelot,
1: apparently. It's spreading. It's spreading. The bells ring. I I love the bells. Every time the bells go, I'm like, yes. And then there's chaos with all the guards and the knights and everything that's happening. They're looking for him. And Arthur even has a line to the knight saying, put all personal feelings aside which is harsh, but come on. I will say at this point, I'm going to address a future thing that's about to happen. Uh, How the fuck does Mordred know that Merlin told him? Anyone could have seen that the jail was broken into.
0: They knocked out the guards. That's what I was going to say. I was like, look, I understand that you think that Merlin told Arthur, which he did. You're right. This is like when I'm mad that I'm like, how dare you insinuate Merlin has magic?
1: Which but you're right.
0: But anyone could have seen it. And people were going to find out pretty soon. They weren't discreet. They knocked out the guards with a smoke bomb. What are you
1: talking about? The jail cell's completely open.
0: You just stabbed a guard. I mean, it was going to be five more minutes that you had on them? The bells were going to ring at some point. doesn't matter if Merlin told... Arthur or not, somebody else. Bad News Leon would come and tell Arthur that they escaped. (laughs) Bad News
1: Leon was going to take care of it any minute anyway, because he's always patrolling every part of the castle all night by himself anyway, because there's a hundred of them. So I'm just saying he would have figured it out in five minutes. So you only missed out on five minutes head start. It's not that big of a deal, Mordred. And how is Merlin not supposed to tell Arthur also? Because she's killing
0: Camelot guards. It's not like a peaceful escape. They are just doing their job. They're just standing there doing nothing like always. And now he got killed. They're just like innocently trying to get away. No, she's just evil and
1: needlessly killing people she doesn't need to be killing. Mordred could have just punched him in the face. It would have been fine. Still would have gotten away. Just saying. Anyway, our boys catch up to them in the woods. And she's even more evil because she keeps telepathically screaming use
0: your magic, kill them. I was like, oh my God, they're so aggressive. I was like, get out of my head because I, was, I felt like she was in my head. I'm like, stop, stop, stop talking. He gets all, they're my friends
1: and they are. And then he gives in into her. That's what I mean. How do we not think that Merlin is right when he was just about to give in to her? And I love that he dips his head and then you get the shot of Merlin being ready. Like, I'm just going to like we're gonna go at it in front of everybody, and that's it. Like we're gonna just go full magic fight in front of all the knights.
0: This is the moment. This is the moment. I wanted it to be,
1: you know. I knew it wasn't, but I. I wanted to. I was like,
0: Ah,
1: do it. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, Percival comes with the the cartoon save of just clocking him over
0: the head. This is why everyone has amnesia on this show. Okay. I love it. People are like. One is getting ready with magic. The other one is getting ready with magic. The other one is telepathic, telling her boyfriend to kill everyone. Percival's like, I'll just punch you in the face and you're going to pass out. And Percival's like, Percy, sneak attack. How about that? While everyone is preparing and like trying to figure out some angle here, I'll just punch him in the face. I'm just going to
1: run around the long way and just knock him right out. (laughs)
0: I really, I kind of like this easy way out for this whole scene because it's so tense. You're like, it's going to happen. And really? <laughs> and, you're, and you're really waiting for something very intense to happen and just it's just over very fast. Percy's like,
1: I got it. I got it. It kind of reminds me of when Elian was possessed and everyone put their swords down and it's okay. We're not going to, and Percival's just like, but I still have my giant arms and fists.
0: <laughs> so Look, It has worked before, it worked this time also, and I'm glad for it. I really enjoyed the end of this scene.
1: Yeah, it was really good. So we're down in the dungeon after this. Now, Mordred's under arrest. He even says, what are you going to do with me? And poor Arthur, I wish I knew. You're like a son to him. What do you think he wants to do? You broke his heart. Talk about heartbreak. Seriously. Because Arthur in that scene, we didn't even talk about it. Arthur in that scene where he apologizes and leaves. When Merlin runs out of the room, Arthur's so pleased with himself. I knew he would come around. Oh, honey. No. I just really feel for Arthur because he had that high of, oh, he forgave me. He loves me. He understands that I don't want to hurt his girlfriend. And then this. I wish I knew. I don't want to do anything to you. What do you mean? Well, look at the position you put me in. Dum dum. Yeah. I really don't know what he expected. Also, have you noticed your girlfriend's evil? This is when Mordred gives Merlin a telepathic you couldn't just let things be. And it's so creepy. It is so creepy.
0: It is so creepy. It's like, oh no. But still, how do you know Merlin's responsible?
1: You don't have any proof. Again, again. Yes. Stop blaming Merlin for things that you're responsible for. Take responsibility. Someone was going to notice you breaking out like five minutes later. So stop it. I feel badly for Merlin because he goes home And he's beating himself up like, I was trying to avoid this and now I've caused it. But it was going to happen anyway, which is why this is a really good line from Gaius when he says, some things are so deep in the fabric of everything, that they cannot be changed. I think it would have played out the same way both ways.
0: That's the thing. If I think in the other solution, any other way, and that's why it's so well written, that's why I'm so pleased with this episode... Any other way that I imagined this going it would have gotten us to the same spot. I mean the only way out I see is telling Arthur the truth which is not going to happen of course not. It's not a so that's not a possibility like in my book that's not I'm not even considering that side of the story mm-hmm. because it's not a poss- a real possibility. So I agree with you sad because it's the actual solution. yeah yeah it's the most straightforward actual solution to the problem, but we're not doing that. I know you don't want to have this conversation with Arthur, but you really need to
1: have this conversation with Arthur because
0: we could fix it. It could be like, hey, don't go anywhere near Mordred
1: for the rest of your life now. That's a solution. Even I can't tell you why, but I'm going to lock you in this room while they go to war. (laughs) We're going to keep you here locked in your bedroom. Just it's okay. It's fine. It's going to be okay. That would be my plan if I were Merlin. They'd be like, well, if I lock Arthur up in a closet (laughs) and he doesn't go fight anyone, but yeah, I do think I like the line from Gaius because it confirms what I'm thinking. This is this is fate. This is what they said. We're on a path here and there's no changing it after a certain point. But we're still getting this very, even though he's beating himself up, we're still getting this more stoic version of Merlin as Emirates that I like. Definitely. So we go to plan F. I've lost count. It could be plan D or plan G at this point. I don't know. Get Arthur to change his mind, which Mordred couldn't do earlier. And I take that as a very satisfying note that really, it's Merlin who has Arthur's ear.
0: You know, we know that if Merlin had just one more tiny, tiny chance, he was going to take it. And this is it. And still, with the compassion of let me fix this, not let me go
1: kill Mordred, who's, you know, in a cell right now and pretty easy to kill. Yes. Just saying, that could have been the other solution. Kilgara would literally be like, just go stab him. He's locked up in a room downstairs. Just real easy.
0: I mean... Merlin just doesn't want to even be close to almost becoming what Morgana became. I don't think it even crosses Merlin's mind. I don't think it's a choice. No, it's not.
1: Because he's not a murderer. It's never been that way. That's why in that episode where you were like, just kill him. Instead of passively letting him die. It's just not. He does kill people, but it's usually not. In battle. In battle and not because he wants to. I mean, even aggravating. He was like, don't don't. <laughs> just don't. But he did. And he died. Dagger, just like Cara, And he died. Look, okay, if you go at people with a dagger, you should probably accept the consequences of that action. But yes, he goes to Arthur and he says, he says something heartbreaking, because when he says it, I know what's going to happen. And I'm just like, oh, poor naive Merlin. She's crazy. She's evil and crazy. He says, give her one more chance. She'll take it. He's trying to give Arthur an out that he so desperately wants, because he loves Mordred.
0: I have that line written down also, because at this point, although if I logically think about the episode and the whole entire season, I can rationalize that this plan is not going to work. If I take that part of my brain out and just continue watching this episode, at that moment, I had hope. I'm like, she's going to take it. Because it's logical. I believed for a second there that she was going to take it. I did. Because the other option is what, to martyr yourself? And also
1: his statement is predicated on there being some part of her that's good. Yes. That's the problem. He has seen it more than Mordred, but really Merlin's betting on her goodness, which is again, kind of his weakness, but he has no option here. I don't think he does it because he thinks she's great.
0: What? Well, no, there there is definitely no option. No, this is it. You have to
1: hope that there's some part of her that would rather live and just lie. Just lie and
0: come back and try to kill him again. I don't know. Just lie and leave. You know, Merlin is trying to access that part of Kara just the same way that Arthur had to try to access that part from Gwen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's the same, lo- to me, is the same logic. Yeah. It's like, look, she was corrupted by Morgana. Remember, there's a tiny part of the person that's still good. And if you can access it, and if you give them enough chances, and if you can just go there and reach deep enough, they will come back to you. And I feel this is what he's trying to do.
1: Yes, it's just sad because it's not there. I mean, it's crazy. You have to think what the the character is deciding is I'd rather martyr myself than lie. Just lie who doesn't lie to save their own skin if they were about to be hung in the town square just say whatever you they want you to say
0: yeah and that shows how committed you are to your cause that your life just has no meaning anymore that's why to me it's proof that it would have gone badly their way yeah
1: i agree in the dungeon they're very star-crossed lovers like i'd rather die than be without you kind of energy between them right also for the upteenth time Listen, it's the last four episodes of the show, and it's my show, and I get to say whatever I want. Just use magic and get out of the dungeon. Who lets people hang them when you have magic? You let someone hang
0: you, get out. I mean, Mordred did after. Yeah,
1: but in a rage. We'll see. So morning comes, and it's kind of good news Leon shows up. It is good news Leon. It's good news Leon. For the first time. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning. I'm good news Leon today. Rare occasion. Rare occasion. Gonna take you to the king. And like, Mordred should have hope here, right? That's what I thought. And he's just not, I don't know. This is the one thing that drives me a little crazy about this episode. Because I'm like, maybe you guys need to bring Mordred up there so he can witness this for himself.
0: Yes. That drives me insane. (laughs) It's really hard. It's really hard. Insane. Insane because he blames arthur who just gave her another chance what else are you supposed to do oh by the way
1: as sir leon takes her out of there the music starts to play i think this is probably my favorite piece of music from the show and i had to look it up and it's actually from from seasons ago and it's called merlin barry's lance so that's the theme they're using here for them oh, okay okay it's that really heavy string one that's really sad and like mournful I love the music on the show so much. There's almost, yeah, there is hope. Merlin did it. He got her all the way to a third chance. Not only is she never going to understand what this took, but we have to stop and appreciate as the viewers what Merlin has done with Arthur these last 10 years. Look at how far we've come.
0: Yes. It's an incredible progression here. Mm -hmm. From season one to the person that he is now, and Merlin's hopeful face in the scene breaks me. Sad, sad. It just breaks me. You're like, oh, honey, you almost did it, but she's crazy.
1: You should cast a spell on her and make her say what you want because she's crazy. Could have fixed it like that. Just cast a spell on her make her say, yes, I repent. So easy. Bye. Okay, you can leave. We saved your
0: girlfriend, Mordred. Everything's fine. Also, it hurts me because Merlin is so happy that he could do it. And Merlin is so proud of arthur he's so proud that arthur came to this moment of giving somebody else a chance of of just giving them another opportunity and believing in them and she just ruins everything he annoys me so much she does
1: and i'm with him i'm proud of arthur as the viewer the scene is a whole testament onto itself of the patience of the character of Merlin. And when I always talk about the saintly patience of Merlin, just 10 years of chipping away at this person, just like you're good. I believe you're good. Therefore you are good. It really is the proof that people are who you think they are. Just like, you're just going to keep believing you're good. And I'm just going to keep harping on that forever. And it works.
0: And this should also be a signal for what kind of king Arthur wants to be for the future because she's saying he'll never forgive a person like me. No, no, no. He's saying that, yes, I will forgive you if you admit that you did something wrong. And killing those people was wrong and trying to kill me was wrong. We're not even talking about magic. Yeah, he just says, if you repent your crimes, I will
1: spare your life.
0: It's really... He's not even saying you have to say you're wrong. Just say you're sorry. It's really simple. It's a really simple solution. You don't have to do much and you still refuse to do this very simple thing that could solve everything and spare your life. This scene
1: proves the goodness of Arthur. It disproves everything Kara says about him Yeah, because he's seen everything you are, everything you've done, and he's willing to let you go if you just say you're sorry.
0: Because he believed that people can change. He certainly changed a lot. So
1: much. I mean, when I look at this episode and I think of last episode, I don't think he wanted to have Finna killed, but he wanted her caught and brought to him so he could talk to her. You still shouldn't go chasing people with swords because they might fight back. Yep. yep. <laughs> I'm not saying it was okay. I'm still mad.
0: We are still on the same page that we were last episode. We didn't change our minds. But it is nice to see Arthur get here. I mean, we're two episodes from the end of the show.
1: We're walking into the finale here, and this is these are the players we have. This is setting up everyone where they are for the end, right? Going into the ending, this is their stance on things. And Arthur disproves her by just having this conversation. She can walk free even after having tried to kill him. Yeah, no. She's lucky that Merlin didn't snap her neck in half with his eyes. Just saying. That's how it usually goes for people who try to kill Arthur. It would have been better, to be honest. <laughs> You would have. would have been like, oh, we found this dead girl in the forest. I didn't do it. Moving on. (laughs) She says instead, you deserve everything that's coming to you, Arthur Pendragon. And I think so do you, you fucking bitch. (laughs) Idiot. Idiot. Same to you. Go hang in the square. I have no remorse for this character. I'm just like, okay, bye. Have fun dying now,
0: martyr. Yeah, this, this, you know, I hold on to her because Merlin is holding on to her. But after this last, like, now. But now Merlin's heart is broken. So we got broken hearts all over the
1: place. Arthur, Merlin, Mordred. Thanks for coming, Cara. Don't next time.
0: Yeah, just stay in the forest forever. My goodness.
1: Literally still, I'm thinking, someone should go get Mordred and tell him what just happened.
0: Oh, this whole time I was like, can he show him the footage? Somebody <laughs> recorded it, please. Can... Good news, Leon, go explain it to him. Hey, I got some
1: bad news for you. Arthur tried to save her girlfriend and she said, no, thanks. Rather hang in the square.
0: Rather hang in the courtyard. Feels like a better decision. The fact that he didn't see this annoys me a lot. That's the hard part of this episode. This is this is an annoyance from this episode that I have, yes. It's hard because you're like, oh, so this justifies
1: him freaking out because then it's not justified. He has no idea what the fuck happened. No.
0: He just thinks, he probably just thinks that she was taken to the king. Nothing was explained. She was just taken to the king to ma- to for the king maybe to say, yeah, we're still going to hang you, by And hang her. He doesn't know. Nobody has the time to explain now either because he's gone.
1: Because the second she hangs, he does his angry, bursty power that he used to do when he was a kid.
0: While she was on the way to the square, they should have just, sent somebody downstairs be like hey can you go downstairs and explain what happened please maybe someone should go tell
1: mordred that i just literally told her to just say sorry and she'd go free
0: and she refused she refused she was like no i want to kill you still <laughs> no one uh says anything painful and mordred is gone on oh, alex is
1: so good crying in that cell and <gasps> freaking out
0: so good So good. I love that
1: scene. It's so good. It's really, I I have to really take myself out of being angry about what's happening as an audience member and be like, oh, he's really good.
0: Good actor. Good actor.
1: Such a good actor. And here's one more, you can't keep a sorcerer in a cell scene for Sonya before we bid adieu to the show. So thank you, writers, for making my point. Don't know why they put him down there anyway. Back in Arthur's room, We get the whole expo of Mordred has basically vanished into thin air and he starts beating himself up for what happened and trusting him in the first place. The always perfect and good friend, Merlin, is saying, no, you just have a good heart, except, "Uh uh-huh, I told you a thousand times I didn't trust him, just saying.
0: The self-control that Merlin has to not say I told you so every single moment of his life is unbelievable. If Merlin were a real person, I would
1: actually apply for him to have sainthood.
0: I will just buy him a t-shirt that said, I told you so. Just like, just open it. It was like, see? So Arthur says such a sad
1: line. He says, I've made a terrible mistake, haven't I? Yeah. Yes, you have. And Merlin has to say, I hope not. To which he's like, yes, you 100% have. And now I'm really screwed.
0: We're all really screwed at this moment because I don't know what to do. So that means nobody knows what to do.
1: Yeah. And then cue the bad guy music. And Mordred goes to Morgana. She's all, what good news have you brought me? Is Arthur dead? Ah, cheery Morgana. That makes me think of that meme. If Morgana's planning a party, a fun (laughs) (laughs) funeral. And Morgana is her regular self. Is Arthur dead? Please tell me Arthur's dead. He says, no, but I've brought you the key to Arthur's death. And then she gets all, Emerus. So he explains, I know where he is, Camelot, and I have his true name. It is Merlin. And I'm not sure what Katie's playing here because at this point, I feel like Morgana's head should just go ahead and implode.
0: Yes. Because there's no
1: there's no way Katie could play a big enough reaction that would satisfy my appetite for what should happen here. Literally, her head should either implode or explode. And that's the only acceptable response. Because how awful would that... Imagine you were Morgana and you got that piece of news. <laughs>
0: I really don't even, I'm, what I would do is be like, I would just walk out the throne and be like, whatever, I quit. I quit myself. I quit my own I just, cause.
1: I would just walk myself off the castle wall and be like, I, yeah. I'm done. Bye. I'm going to go die now because I feel like an idiot. The, the feelings you would have to have as a person to hear
0: that news. Oh my God. Don't even want to think about it.
1: You would die from feeling stupid, first of all.
0: Yes. You wouldn't ever be able to have a confidence in yourself to finish this job after this happened. It's impossible.
1: It should tear you apart as a person, actually. You're completely right. It should it should bring on you the shame of a thousand lifetimes of wrong decisions because it's not just not, ac- just can't. It's just like this moment that I want to take really seriously, but all I can think of is, wow, no one would yeah. be okay finding that out. No. Because you've had him in your grasp. You should have figured it out by now. You've talked down to him a thousand times.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things that if you were not crazy till this point, you would literally lose your mind with this piece of information and never be able to come back from it. Or anything she
1: does from here on in that's crazy, I'm going to be like, yeah, I understand. I get it. I get it. That piece of news would melt your brain inside and it just like you'd be like brain leaking out of your ears. It's just like it just I hear that line and I think there's no way to react to that. I felt for Katie as an actress to be like, how do you even deal with that sentence being said out loud to you?
0: Oh, so it's finally said. Like she finally knows. Yeah, it's been driving her crazy for a long yeah. time. And then the episode ends. Yeah, that's it.
1: So Next week on part one of a season finale of
0: Merlin. Series finale of Merlin. Well, Merlin's not having a good day. Can you tell? Well, it's not news, really. But... um,
1: (laughs) When is Merlin ever having a good day?
0: What I could tell, what I wrote down from this preview is Arthur is nothing without Amaris. Emrys is nothing without magic. And that is, that's it. it. It tells me everything and nothing at the same time. What do you, well,
1: does it tell you nothing? What do you think is going to happen? I mean, I'm going to,
0: I think that she's going to try to take magic away from Merlin to make him not be able to use his magic, which to me, I don't know how she's going to do that if... That's the plan. I have no idea how. He did it to her once. Yes. And she's definitely going to try to take him away from Camelot or block him somewhere. Do you think she does that or she wants to do that? I think she does it. I think he's he's away. He's definitely away. I'm not sure if he's away out of Camelot, but he's definitely away from Arthur for some period of the next episode. You're not
1: wrong about either of those things. And I will say there's no way you can predict how she tries to get rid of his powers because it's unpredictable. If you predicted it, I would lose my mind like Morgana loses her mind when she hears it's Empress.
0: I have really no predictions for that, for any of that or her plan or what's really going to happen with Camelot and how Gwen and Arthur and the knights are all involved in this ordeal that's starting in the next episode do you want to
1: update any of your predictions about who will live or die?
0: Oh my God, I'm already so happy that everyone has survived up to this point. I still think that I'm going to lose Kilgara and guys in the last episode. Yeah, well, everyone's made it this far. It's so funny that I was able to, thinking back, I was able to predict a lot of several episodes and especially in the first season's make a lot of very further ahead predictions that were correct. And now I have two episodes to go and I have literally no idea what's going to happen. It gets harder to
1: predict the show the longer you go, I think. I mean, because you can make educated guesses about stuff. I think someone who really knows authoring tales at this point in the season would 100% know what happens. But you don't remember that, so you don't have the context for it.
0: Also, I have to say that It was easier to predict things when next week on Merlin was more revealing of the things that were going to happen.
1: I know. I'm glad they figured it out for the last season because it would really suck to go into the last episodes.
0: This is it. We got, (laughs) you're about to see the series finale of Merlin. Guys, it's so weird to get here. In three
1: episodes, we will have done a whole podcast. I'm so proud of us already. I'm proud of us too. It's pretty amazing that you're here. And uh can't wait to hear all the feelings you're gonna have to share with us over the next three episodes, because there's gonna be many. I'm sure. A lot of shocking things will happen over the next two episodes, and then I'm sure you'll have your feelings to talk about over the wrap up episode for the whole show, because I know I do. I have several pages of feelings written down as we've been going along.
0: I'm scared.
1: I have so many notes for our finale because I'm just like I have got a lot of thoughts about the show as a whole. Look,
0: I was I waited all these episodes to be able to talk about this this thing, the end. I kind of have. I've been waiting the whole show to be like, this is what I think about the show. So, this is my opinion. If you didn't know my opinion about the show after sixty five episodes, sixty six episodes, episode sixty seven, I'll give you my opinion of the show. I mean, Episode 66
1: is going to be interesting because I think you know my you know my thoughts season to season and episode to episode, but to talk about a show as a whole is a different beast.
0: It is. It really is. I was going to say we all do it, but I know that me and you, we do it. We talk about whole shows just in the grand scheme of things, but it is different to analyze every single episode and then get to actually talk about the entire show.
1: Yeah, because once you've really torn apart each episode. And there it's been really amazing to do the podcast for me because I thought I knew what I thought about every episode from having seen the show before. And I've, I've discovered a lot of new opinions I have by really watching it with intent to analyze the story. I mean, analyzing the production is something that's always going on in my brain. Mine too. As the show is happening, it's kind of like a terminator vision I'm just always doing the analytics of the production as I'm watching so that doesn't change that much but I also like would have never done the research and really gotten into the deep dive I have but also just watching it with a critical eye of like what is this what are the writers trying to do here and always asking those questions really reframed how I saw it like there are episodes I didn't really like before that I ended up loving so much when we did the podcast Enjoy more, yes. There's some of my favorite episodes are the ones that I used to think like, I could skip that one. But this is a preview of what we'll get into in the last episode when you know how it really all goes and then you can make your judgment call about what the decisions were.
0: It all starts in our next episode. We'll see you next time. See ya.